Jenny Donheiser. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nicole Spezio. And, and this, this is, is How, How Are You Brainwashed? A podcast. Mm. Yeah, a, podca- a podcast. <laughs> Period. A podcast. <laughs> Period. <laughs> wow, we're real giggly today. <laughs> I know. Last last ep, we were depressed. Yeah. And while we still do suffer from <laughs> depression, <laughs> I'm feeling bubbly giggly. Yeah. And that should just show you listeners that time goes on and sort of you can come out the other side yeah and we're very excited about our guests we're big fans so this is a moment in time for us Literally jenny thrilled. and nicole babe what's going on with you how are you we need to say that we stand with writers <laughs> yes we need I, w- to say I too that we, was thinking that this we morning stand with writers all of them and we don't stand with heads of corporations no and so that's point one. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Point two is I've had more auditions this week than truly in months, which now what does that mean? Because of the writer's huh. strike. Well, I don't the know. things that you're auditioning for are already written. So true. So true. <laughs> okay. And have been sold. So I'm in my era to borrow a phrase from Gen Z. I'm in my Karen era. That's the part mm. that I am getting called in for. <laughs> like, I feel like thin women are like, oh, now I'm getting called in for moms. And now as fat women, I'm getting called <laughs> in for Karen's racist <laughs> anti-vax, just like nightmares. Oh, no. And I, you know, white women will continue to be the problem. So the work will be there. <laughs> but um, yeah, doing a lot of Karen things. Yeah, that was your audition today. Today, yes. Okay. being Karen. Nicole famously tried to change the time of this podcast. So then. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've already done an annoying thing. I changed this podcast time, and then I changed it again because of an audition. And a future podcast I had to change for a Janet Jackson concert that oh got rescheduled because God. of an NBA game. Did you know that that's a thing? Well, I had why no would idea. they, like, Madison Square or whatever, don't schedule a Janet Jackson concert if you might have basketball? Well, I think it's they don't know if they're going to be in the playoffs. Well, then, like, is then, it Nets, Knicks? Who's in the playoffs? Do I look like I know? Do you know guest who's in the playoffs? Okay, we, we don't, don't know. We don't know. And it, yeah, we're more Janet Jackson than Nets or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I'm a scheduling nightmare, but that's because I have auditions and go to Janet Jackson. Okay, living my life. <laughs> Your husband told me when I saw him last weekend that this Janet Jackson concert was one of your Nicole gets secret dates every month. Her husband plans secret dates. That was my for Christmas her. present this year. A surprise date every month. Oh. And the Janet Jackson concert was the one that kicked it off. That was the one he bought first. And then he was like, Oh, I should do secret presents. And it's been the funnest year ever. <laughs> it's been so cute and nice. And now I get to go see Janet Jackson. And unfortunately, the surprise was ruined because he was like, you have to change your podcast recording on Monday. I was like, no, I have a podcast recording. He's like, there's no option. You have to change it. I was like, why? What can't be rescheduled? And he was like, it's a Janet Jackson concert. I was like, uh, I've, I don't know. I just was like, what Cheesecake Factory reservation can't be fucking redone. And right. so, yeah, I couldn't. I get that. So I did get this. I did have it spoiled, but I did ask for it to be spoiled because I was like, what could it possibly be? I did not believe him, but. Wow. I would have. A lovely surprise. Uh, Yeah. That's the thing about a surprise is when you find it out, it's still a surprise. Even if you find out (laughs) earlier than you're supposed to, like the surprise just was a little bit earlier for me. Right. Yes. 
So, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on with me, babe. What is going on with you? I went to see my good friend Nicole Spizio in a Housewives reading, which our guest has been in with her previously. It was the historic New Jersey episode with Teresa flipping that table. And guess who Nicole Spizio was? She was Teresa. I And she did an incredible job. Gorgeous performance. I, You know, I've been Caroline Manzo in that production many times (laughs) and genius Alex Better who produces them. They said, what part do you want to be? We're going to do it again. I said, you know what? I want to try my hand at Teresa. Yeah. I'm an actress. I want to show my range. Yeah. And I, of course, screamed so loud because I got so excited that, yeah, my voice was a little bit shot for a couple (laughs) days, but we're kicking. We're back now. But to flip a table as Teresa was euphoric. I mean, of course, you're going to blow out your voice. You have to scream prostitution whore. <laughs> and what people don't know, also, I'd love to just say is that the restaurant that Teresa Giudice flipped the table is in Cedar Grove, New Jersey, which is my hometown. The restaurant is in yes, my hometown. I learned like, that, that is that's something. I don't know what, but it's something exciting. Yes. I mean, you are intrinsically tied to the New Jersey housewives. And mm. this is proof that one, the most historic moment in the franchise happened in your hometown. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I also, you know, did a production of Les Mis in high school <laughs> with the guy that composed on display. Right. Again, Melissa Gorga. I mentioned her goddamn fucking every I think podcast. You're actually Melissa Gorga. Okay. with Melissa Gorga. Yes, but our guest was in another production of Real Housewives Live Reading. Scary Island. Scary Island. Who were you being in Scary Island? Alex? I, no. Yeah. 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 Alex McCoy. Yeah. 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 Alex? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, Alex McCord, that's who you were being, but you don't yeah, know okay. Housewives. That's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. You don't have to know Housewives to be on the pod. It helps. Yeah. It certainly <laughs> helps, but you don't have to know. Um, should we bring in our guests? Yeah, no, we're like fully talking. In. Yes. <laughs> okay, this is iconic comedian, mm. actor, up and coming Brooklyn <laughs> code for youngster. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You've seen his vids on Instagram, Richard underscore Perez. He's got a show coming up in Los Angeles. Okay, LA, buy your tickets. We'll give you details at the end of the show. I believe it's called I Have to Do This. Oh, what a genius title. I have to do this. I have to do this. (laughs) Let's welcome into the pod, Richard Perez. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Oh, my God. The energy is already incredible. (laughs) Imagine, like, my personality. Because, like, walking into the apartment, getting on the couch, I'm like, hi, I've never been at home. Like, I'm so nervous and giggly. And then we start recording, and I'm like, yeah, so I'm a comic. (laughs) Just full Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. What a nightmare. I call everyone by their last name. <laughs> hey, Spezio. Yeah, Spezio. Yeah, I remember we were on the housewives thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a better. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. I wish. That was so fun. Thank you so much for like <laughs> <laughs> Sort of split the difference somewhere. <laughs> now, you two 
did a movie together or something? Yes. Mm. What have you done met. together? What we happened? We met on set of Mary Dodderman, my childhood friend, talented director, yes. filmmaker. Yes. I was in a small scene that Richard was also, oh no, you were on the phone in the scene or something yes, like that. Yeah, yeah. But we were <laughs> um, there at the same time. We were there at the same time. We were like in holding, which was literally Mary's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Before and filming. And we love all budget sizes for films. It's okay if the holding is in the director's yes. apartment. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, we were in holding together and I was like nervous about time because I was going to Lady Gaga that night. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, God. yeah. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. I was going to Chromatica Ball. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, um, so what time do we name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like constantly asking the PA what time it was and hoping that I would be able to run to Penn Station to get on NJ Transit. And, and you make did. It. I did you ultimately it Ball. make it to Chromatica Ball. And my scene got cut. <laughs> it did? Yeah. No. Harry <laughs> was like, your scene did get cut. And I was like, that's cool. That's cool. Because I went to like a pre-screening of it where they were showing it to an audience and like doing like a... Like did you understand this oh, i oh. love a survey that's fun yeah i went to the survey screening and before she was like you're not well i actually ended up being in another scene in the movie with monty because they needed a dog they needed her the character she maybe thinks she's becoming a cat in the film yes. okay do you want to say what the film is called the film is called booger, booger. oh ew um <laughs> yeah <Sorry. laughs> okay awesome fun that's the name of a cat in the film yeah. oh, okay okay but yeah they were like we need a dog to bark at the character because she is cat and they got like me and the dp's dog kenny and some other friend of mary's we all brought our dogs to set and we tried all three of us tried to get our dogs to bark on camera and none of them would do it and we were just like because they didn't have the budget to like hire a dog actor, yeah, I guess. I mean, right, yeah. Right, yeah. And finally, a dog walked by on the street and barked at us. And they were like, What are you guys doing? And we were like, well, Can we film your dog? <laughs> and they just, Wait, what? a random a stranger, a stranger let Mary film their dog for the movie because none of our dogs would bark on camera. So there's a random person's dog and in the movie. And then that dog was like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was that dog's moment. Yeah. I was like, What are you guys doing? Make a movie? You need, yeah, to the you dog. need someone to bark? <laughs> Uh, what are you guys filming? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know movies. Yeah, I, I've lived here. I lived on this block for a, a long time. There's a lot of movies that are done here. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone's eyes dog. light up, and everyone's like, "Wait a minute, Wait, could you do it?" Yeah, <laughs> I guess if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. So I am the dog owner of a random dog in the movie. Now that's my new part. <laughs> <laughs> so did Richard's scene get cut? Or no, no, Richard is still. In, okay. Well, Richard has several scenes. Yeah, I'm I play sorry. the main character's boss. Oh, okay. And today, funny enough, we had like a Zoom meeting and oh. just did like ADR nice. for like the phone scenes or right. stuff like that. Richard is often on the phone being like, where are you? Where Why aren't are you, you at work? work? Yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. I like that energy. That's fun from you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not like that in real life. You're not like, what where are, are you? you like in real life? <laughs> in real life? Yeah. I feel like I'm, you know what? That's a good question because <laughs> <laughs> there are times where I feel shy mm -hmm. or more reserved or mm -hmm. something. But then that's not always true. Absolutely. Then I feel like then there's this other side. I'm definitely not bossy. Okay. I don't get bossy vibes for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm not getting but that. But maybe someone else would 
tell you otherwise. Not but, me. But not that we've I, heard. Yeah, but I'm not necessarily bossy. If anything, I'm like to a fault. I think I'm like looking for direction from other people. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times. <laughs> like I'm like looking for the answers in everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> I relate. I relate yeah. to that. Like you hold the truth. Like you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I, yeah. I try to find it in everyone, but um, but I'm, that's a lesson I'm trying to learn. To it's already in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you are the boss. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes you can be the boss. Yes. Yeah. Well, that'll be three hundred dollars. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what are y'all like in real life? Okay. Mm. I am unfortunately bossy in real life. <laughs> I, just a little bossy. <laughs> I wish I wasn't, but I am bossy. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I feel on the playground, I was always like, okay, so you will be this character in our play. And I was always director. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not a director. I'm an yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I'm an actor. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get that <laughs> twisted. But um, yeah, my personality is director, but my sort of muse goddess within yes, is actor. Is actor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Jenny is, is not bossy. No. Although I am in my job that I work at. Well, yeah. I'm a boss of right. like three people. Okay. And I do not tell them what to do but i have to tell them what to do and that sucks yeah navigating that sounds like yeah it's like not easy or it can be uncomfortable sometimes right they're just like all my age Mm -hmm. and like i was their coworker before they promoted me because our boss left and they were like jenny you should do it you've been here the longest and i was like okay (laughs) they sort of just made me do it and yeah, I've struggled, but I think they like me because I'm just sort of like showing up being like, hey guys, I don't know what we're doing today. We're all just going to figure it out together. I'm one of yeah. you. I'm yeah, one of you. Yeah, I'm yeah, one of yeah. these big guys yeah, in a tree. Yeah. I'm like the people. Hey, it's still me. I didn't change. <laughs> it's Jenny from before. Remember? Yeah, remember when we used to shit get salads <laughs> at lunch? <laughs> I mean, I still feel like I am at work, like cosplaying work like i mm. feel like i'm like i have my little stapler and i send my little emails like i feel like i'm playing someone that has a job <laughs> but it's me that has right. job. yeah yeah but i still feel like i don't know i'm faking it do you think that ever goes Total. away yeah i don't know if it does i don't think it does have you know. had like shitty office jobs or when i graduated from college the first job i had was at an office it was at an architecture firm oh wow Ooh, that sounds hard yeah but i have no background in architecture or anything like that but i was just essentially in their archives department mm-hmm. just like digitizing slides all day and i do like repetitive yes. work like that but yeah like i felt but i mean i, I guess that, that feeling has followed through like where i'm like i'm performing this job or something this is like i don't know this is like a character i'm doing or yeah something. yeah this and is then and then like now i work at a coffee shop slash like bar but i'm a barista mm-hmm. and you know what now that we're talking about bossy mm-hmm. i feel like that does come out of me sometimes <gasps> bossy I do get barista. Bossy, yeah or like really snappy with people you're like oh, or if or it's almond. like really busy i'm just like I was like, you pick it up over here. Like, I give everyone direction. And if something, you know, I, I'll like scream the order. If like, <laughs> Sharon! Yeah. I'm like, avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> Oat latte. <laughs> like, I say it like that. Yeah. 
but because and it people is, like jump <laughs> they're scared yeah. yeah and then i'm just like and i don't make eye contact when i'm upset i can't look at anyone in the eyes and so like if i'm in a bad mood at work like i'm just like mm. i can't even look i'm like how can i help you mm-hmm. what can i get started and then someone's like how are you good <laughs> yeah don't give yourself to those people you keep it inside you yeah. keep it for you yeah it's hard to be front facing when you really don't want to be. Yeah. There's it's, nowhere to hide. I do not begrudge anyone <laughs> who's at their job in a bad same. mood. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I get it. Yeah, yeah I don't, you know, <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Now, is it like romantic in a movie at all to be a barista, <gasps> like someone hot comes in and you're like, oh, hey. Sometimes, but I get so in my head and I'm like, I don't, sometimes I'm like, I think feel like there's something between us yeah and i'm like what are we like tell me the truth (laughs) but then i don't say anything like Mm. i don't know like sometimes like there's like some guys that come in and they're like like how are you (laughs) and then i'm like (laughs) good (laughs) and that like my mood i just finished like barking at someone and then they come and i'm like how are you (laughs) and then recently one of these people it was like on a sunday 8 a.m he comes up, you know, but he comes with someone, with a lady. And I was like, oh, like his sister or something like that. <laughs> sure. And then they order together. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he, he knows what I, he, he knows my order or something like that. Oh. And I was like, oh, haha, whatever. He goes back to the, like, area with li- where the lids are. And they're kissing <gasps> in front of me. <gasps> wow. Twist. And I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, "You're kissing your sister, sick in bug. front of me, in front of me." <laughs> so I kind of now I think my guard's a little up mm. since then. That yeah, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. I love to create, yeah, fantasies <laughs> yeah, with <that's>... <laughs> people. When I lived in Astoria, I lived on Dimmars Avenue, and I had a long walk from the subway to my apartment, and I would pass two bars <laughs> on my way home. And there were two different cute bartenders, mm-hmm. one at each bar that I like thought like there was a vibe. They would look at me when I would walk by. I would be like, "Hi, yes. hi, <laughs> hi." Um, they don't. I don't think there was any vibe. I never hooked up with them or anything. I just thought we were kind of in love. And uh, both bars I took like Tinder dates into, and I was like, "This is horrible. Like, I can't believe I'm showing them that I'm on a date. Like, I'm ruining my chances with yeah, these bartenders." Yeah. I would feel self conscious. In front of the bartenders on dates because I didn't want them to think I didn't also want to bone them. But I had nowhere else to go. Those were the two bars by my house. Right, right, right. Anyway, and then I saw one of them on a dating app and tried to match with him and it didn't happen. (laughs) The one from Vintage or the other one? The one from Vintage. um, Elvis, do you remember him? Absolute. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Elvis at Vintage. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one was at crescent and vine which i think is no longer with us i think it's no longer with us well sorry to that bartender i hope (sighs) you found a new gig babe (laughs) you could have fucked jenny but she's married now yeah yeah fuck fuck them but yeah that's so cute and fun yeah it's a fantasy yeah Yeah, which is fun yeah it's fun to have a fantasy <laughs> it's so fun you, it's invigorating you literally like, need it to survive you do if you don't ha- if you don't have a work crush it's like yes. what's the point of going to your job oh i can't do it unless i'm like oh the new guy just like oh a crush God. in general is yes. just so like 
it really does it heightens life a it's a life bit. force yeah. and, it, yes and like it's generative and it's so thrilling even if it's something so small like walking past a certain place and yeah. you lock eyes with someone every time those little things just really really help <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and i think are like are blessings because i didn't always feel that way mm. because as soon as i had crushes on people i instantly mourned like the loss of it or that it'll never happen or, uh-huh. and i immediately get into that headspace and i'm like oh it'll never happen and blah whatever just kind of spiral from there and get anxious and stuff mm-hmm, but yeah. more recently i'm like oh wait like just and I, I think this job like kind of I lean into it a little more. I knew I knew you would. That's why I asked. I was like, Barista, that's a hot job. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it is, is like romantique. It's that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, please slide into Richard's DMs if you're trying to hook up. Now, um, Richard, how did you, you were telling us earlier you went to Pratt. Yes. You did photography. Yes, I did. How did how you did land How did you become the, genius How did you become comedian? Yeah, genius comedian? Oh, the an comedy. Actor. Okay. I, but you I, can talk about photography, too. We got yeah, all like night, how honey. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. How did it happen? The photography part. Like, how did that happen to you? Go to that. <laughs> um, oh, comedy. Okay, so... <laughs> um, comedy is, like... I'd say creatively, like, for myself, I... 20... 16 17 i started like getting into making videos and Mm -hmm. like i I strayed away from like taking photographs just like at that time like big questions life changes you know those big events i was 26 a lot of things happened Mm -hmm. and so i think it was i just had this outlet to just like and also like social media just changed in general you know vine Vine was ending a Snapchat vine? a little bit, okay. but but it was like my first like wait this is fun yeah mm-hmm. and because I used to be so deeply self conscious of like the sound of my voice mm. and how, to watch myself like what that looks like on on a video mm-hmm. I wouldn't let anyone take my picture like stuff like that mm. and so I'm, I'm like wait this is kind of fun and then the, the more ephemeral like Snapchat Instagram story like those things came in the mix so then i just started to like get loose and make things from there but then it wasn't until like 2019 that i started to just like i just took it more serious and was more consistent with it and then from there like just met some people who were like oh would you want to try acting in our short or would you want to try doing something on our comedy show right and like i'm so grateful because I would need someone to ask me for mm-hmm. me to do it because mm-hmm. I was so deeply afraid to like really try. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like it's been this like progression since then. But in summer 2021 is when I really started like diving into comedy and doing shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like so I it's like new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we were in. I don't know if you were there, but Jake was there at some film festival with Woodpecker. This is this genius <laughs> short film, Nicole, that you should watch that Richard is in with this um, filmmaker, Jake. What's his last name? Uh, Goichka. Yeah, I was looking I'm, on Instagram. I totally butchered that. <laughs> I ho- I'm so sorry, Jake, if you hear this. Um, yeah, how did you meet Jake? Or were you guys friends before? We met probably around 2018 through mutual friends. And like he directed that with and wrote it with two other people, Courtney Bush and Will Carrington. Right. 
And the three of them make films together. And I've done a couple since then with them. And I just, I love working with them. They're geniuses and super funny and really kind and make it comfortable. Especially, like, I was so intimidated, like, doing something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this short is so, it's just like Richard in a CVS, essentially. (laughs) All right, I'm on board. Shopping. (laughs) Okay. Shopping for a Halloween costume in a CVS is the premise. Sounds sounds very fun. I love their shorts. I also love the one with the mom being they think the mom being kidnapped. Abduction. Yes. Oh my god! So 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 good. You should really see that. You should watch. You should watch. Yeah. It's like a true story of this woman home in Alabama or somewhere, and her mom goes missing. They think their mom is missing, and it's like them recreating this moment in time where they thought their mom was missing with their actual real life Southern friends. And I always think when you can get non-actors yeah i mean in a film yeah. and make Slay. it work yeah mm-hmm. i'm shocked because mary and i tried to do that with like one of our very first collaborations where we went home to texas and like shot people we knew from texas in the short and they were also <laughs> i mean shout out I, if they're listening i mean y'all sucked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were terrible i just get it. don't they, quit your day job <laughs> and they're like Jess is really hard. They're all they're so self conscious. They're just yeah, like I don't understand. Yeah. The only one that I think works. On these I'm people. sorry. Well, that's why <laughs> that short is so impressive to me. <laughs> Mary's listening. It's like I'm gonna kill her. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes and you can't just have a non actor kill. Okay, sometimes you need actors actually. We stand with actors on this podcast. <laughs> Don't take away our jobs for your fucking shitty friends at home. They're going to be bad in your stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry to them. It was so kind of them. They all had like one line. It was very simple. Yeah. Um. But Mary's godfather was also in it and he did slay. He was just like fully a hallucination of the main character's like dead father. And <laughs> he was Whoa. truly genius. Yeah. Bam. Cool. It was, it's um Jake and Will and Courtney are those yes, names. Their those films are really amazing. genius, and I've yeah. encountered them a bunch in that scene. Jake should work with Nicole. Let's put that yes, out here. Yeah, yes, real. if you're Jake, please work with me. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, but <laughs> that would you. be incredible. I feel yeah. like yeah, we should get you in his cinematic universe. Yeah, okay. If you're anyone <laughs> who has a cinematic universe, please reach out. I'm begging. I'm please begging. <laughs> okay should we ask richard our question i think we should okay. we ask a question on this podcast richard and that is how were you brainwashed so what we mean by that is like you know growing up did you think that something was true or real how did culture or society brainwash you into thinking something was fact but now you're like no wait that was actually just brainwashing i thought about this question and I'm coming from like a really honest place, yes. really earnestly, we but I'm like, um, okay, I feel, you know, like the talk about like barista and like mm-hmm. stuff like that and crushes and whatever. I feel like I had this like brainwash that like I can't do those things. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I can't date i can't Mm -hmm. my desirability isn't there or something like that i feel like i've been brainwashed within myself and maybe some things outside of me Mm -hmm. to think that that is real 
But then now, in more recent years, I'm like, no, that mm. was an illusion. Mm. Well, you came to the right pod because <laughs> yeah. we get this one for yeah. sure. So why did you feel like that world was not touchable for you? Uh, because I think probably one of the main things is probably just like growing up, you know, just thinking I'm like bad mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking these thoughts that like aren't supposed to you know quote unquote aren't supposed to be there mm-hmm. you know like thinking about boys and da, 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 and you know the things I want to do mm-hmm. and things like that but uh, I'd say that's probably one of the first ones and then <laughs> when I was interning at this magazine essentially I was like the receptionist for free <laughs> I worked with this guy who had a crush on and then he just said one he didn't mean anything he wasn't talking about me or anything but he just said one comment that was just like we were like he was talking about like maybe daniel radcliffe or like i don't know someone like that like a hot actor (laughs) and he was like yeah he's so cute but he's short so Mm. and then that i was like oh i didn't even think about that Mm -hmm. like i've thought about everything else (laughs) and i'm like i didn't even think about that one Uh (gasps) and and i wasn't like conscious of my height or anything until then so then like for like a decade i was just or not maybe just a few years maybe dramatic but just for a few years i was just like oh my god mm-hmm. like the, and then if i would like meet up or like go on dates with people or something i looked into like maybe getting like inserts or something or whatever so i could just yes. be a few inches taller or something like oh they'll like me more if i'm a little bit taller or something but now it's just so like for maybe some people you know of course they're gonna feel that way or think that way or something but then i'm like then you're not my people right when anyone has such a narrow like what they are attracted to yeah that is like the biggest red flag of all time i'm like like, that sucks it's just that is brainwashing that has not left yeah exactly yeah it hasn't left so i'm like if that's what you are thinking in this context with like liking someone or being attracted to someone yeah. I'm like, that of course trickles into like everything else of your way of moving through the world or totally you know so now things have changed <laughs> <laughs> you're you're rewriting that story I'm, I'm rewriting in your mind the story and i'm having fun doing it <laughs> good and i feel like part of it too has been you know like i'm 31 mm-hmm. and i feel like in the past couple of years like very classic like astrology like saturn return yeah. like energy is just like a huge <laughs> reevaluation or something or it's like a fo- foundational sort of sh- mm-hmm. moment and so i feel in these past couple of years i've just been like you know what oh like these ways of thinking or these ways of applying whatever your experience is worth from growing up that mm-hmm. it's just like oh like you don't have to like hold on to all of them you can yeah. kind of just like let it go yes it's wild how something can really implant and not leave like someone once told me okay famously i don't have ankles mm-hmm. so my my feet go well, she does she does have yeah. ankles i mean yes. just to say like you're not missing that body part. No, no, no. But yeah, um, yeah. I, it's basically like leg to foot is the vibe of my leg. And one guy commented on it in college early on and was like, what's the deal with your legs? Like you don't oh. have, it just really is like, and called them cankles. Oh. Just like some offhanded joke this person made who 
we shall rem- yeah, yeah. But yeah and i just like <laughs> and i bring it up like i do the thing to when i would be dating and like start to get in with somebody and be like have you noticed my ankles <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the trying to get ahead of it is <laughs> such a... <laughs> I, well, I know they're weird. I know I have small boobs and I don't have ankles. And like, are you okay with that? And like, I still bring up my boobs to my husband. And he's like, I don't he care. He really knows what your boobs look like. <laughs> and he loves them. He cherishes them. He's your husband. Yes. But like, height with men, I feel like, is really a oh, thing a that that yeah. like got into our brains of like God, this is how men should look tall and dark like, and handsome yeah like, what is it shut has nothing up. to do with anything yeah it really really doesn't it's just like if the vibe is there yeah it's there literally yeah. anyone can be hot it really yeah. is <laughs> it's so like that's like yeah exactly if your vibe is hot it's it undeniable. Is, it is undeniable. And that is so like when someone says something that you're like, I didn't even know I had to be self-conscious yeah, about yeah. that. That oh, is my such God. a nightmare. I so get that of like just someone saying something so offhanded and like, you're like, oh no. Right, yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought I thought of all of it. All the ways that I thought I was aware of all of it. Bad, I but now there's another there's one. There's another one. Oh fuck. Did yeah. you date in high school? No. Okay, yeah, same. So I really feel like it's like, if you didn't date in high school, you're fucked. And <laughs> like, I just mean, <laughs> I like, I will never relate to like being, if you were sexually desired in high school, like, I don't get that. I just experience. don't know what that's like. I don't know like, what yeah, that's like. I don't know. I'll like, never know what, what that's that like. What that comes with, yeah, in a life. I think it makes you different than if you were not sexually desired in high school. I mean, I had sex in high school with one person that was my boyfriend, but I was still a self-conscious, insecure wreck who went straight into college and drank her way through college and fucked everybody and tried to get validation. And didn't, I don't think it like made me. So if I had fucked in high school, I mean, it still would have been bad. I think I was still (laughs) really messed up going. I mean, you were there, you saw it. Like you think me having sex in high school made me going to college being like, I mean, it definitely me not having sex in high school didn't make me a, a dream in college. And I was just like, please fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And I also didn't have sex in college. Mm-hmm. And will I <laughs> keep this in? But I didn't either. But I don't know if I'll keep it in. <laughs> so it just dragged on. There was absolutely an age that I was like, I cannot be a virgin at this age and so i just like truly was like i have to fuck somebody we got to figure it out so i just was like i will not be a virgin at this age that's too old and then i just like you know it's it just so funny i had that in my mind of like i just because well, then what am i gonna say i'm gonna, I'm gonna say i'm a virgin that's another brainwashing. Yeah, that's yeah I know. What too. does it yeah. I know that when you're so. fat and you're a virgin, it's like i mean it's too scary <laughs> it's too scary to be fat virgin yeah, I mean, the media in our generation was all those, like, we got to get fucked by prom. We got to. Right. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. So I have, like, oh, my God. So many movies and things are about that. Yeah. Got to lose my virginity. Got to fuck by prom. Got to, like, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And it's like, Whoa, relax. Yeah. Like, Again, talk about brainwashing. Brainwash. We're really trying to make kids feel like they must fuck by graduation. I yeah. know. It's obsessed. Like, all those American Pie movies and... I mean, uh, 
kids, you know, not everybody should have sex in high school. Oh my, I mean, yeah. not equipped. My brain was not developed in high school. I mean, I bucking. probably think that people who had sex in high school, I don't know how many of them were positive experiences. Right. Okay, wow. Actually, maybe Richard and I, we sort of dodged a bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think to an extent, yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah right? not not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that for a lot of people, it wasn't great. And also, I've never been in a relationship before. And so I feel, I, like, sometimes I think, like, that feeling, like, follows a little. I had that, too. I married my first boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> I dated people yeah, yeah, before, yeah. but I did not have, I dated, like, three month, four month, whatever. Right. But did not have a boyfriend. So, yeah, I felt imposter syndrome the whole beginning of our relationship. It was like, it's me, but I have a boyfriend. I don't have boyfriends. Like, what's going on? Like, right. it really felt weird for a, a while because yeah. I just was so like, I'm the single friend. I do my own thing. I'm so independent. Like, I do, totally. you know. Totally. And so it really, it took a while for <laughs> me to calm down and be like, it's okay. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it's not okay. I'm, <laughs> yeah, totally. So I feel, I feel like I know that's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what? It's nice. It's nice when ultimately you just got to power through and get to the other side. And <laughs> <Yeah>. then, like, <laughs> Because that's the thing, too, is like when I well, the first time I had sex, I was like, I'm not going to know. And then like someone puts their dick in your face. You're like, I got it. I can figure it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> like So similar with relationship. You're like, OK, we actually just like text each other a little bit more often. And then yeah, we text totally, other people totally. And like we go to movies and like it's nice. <laughs> it's a uh, God yeah, relationships. I think anxiety, even if you've been in one going into a new one, the start of it, you're like, how do I behave? How do we do this? Like, how does, yeah. how am I doing this with this new person? Are we going to find the groove? Like, what's the deal? Right. It's the beginning is amazing and horrible yeah. at the same time. Right. Just full of. How many siblings it, do you have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a constant for me at the beginning would be like, do you actually like me? Right. Is my mm -hmm. constant running narrative of like, what do you mean? Do, but do you? But are you, you just trying like to be me? nice? Yeah. Like, or what, what are we doing here? You didn't text me back this one time. Like, do you hate me now? Like, when are you going to dump me? That's my fun little yeah, story yeah. that I have to get through for months until I'm like, okay, I think. Or until you're married. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally take a breath and then it starts all over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this marriage going well? They're not texting me back. Right, right. Yeah. So just... I don't know. I f I feel self conscious right now. Why? I feel like I picked a bad one. No, you picked literally an incredible one. Yeah, you actually. I'm picked an incredible really? one. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's also like the brainwashing part is we're in, we're out. We touch base on it, and yeah, then we're yeah, just yeah. chat, chat, and yeah. hanging out. See, it let us have this gorgeous conversation about dating, yeah, and sex and love, which I think. I'm sorry, but I have been sitting in my mind being like, people are going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a fucking fire F right now. I really feel that way. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I mean, we do an amazing job of our own brainwashing and telling ourselves our own stories of why we're not valuable. Yeah, your brain right now is being like, you're bad. Guess what? Your but brain's why lying. why would you bring that up, you silly? Why the yeah. hell would you bring that up? What, what were you thinking? You thought no. that was interesting? <laughs> and I'm like...
I don't know. Like <laughs> people are at home fucking in the shower dying for this app. They're like in, in their car being like, Oh my god, like, we, I'm Richard, we, I'm seen. We are brainwashed into thinking Richard's not desirable <laughs> and we are gonna change that exactly. together. Yes. That's what this is about. Yeah, we brought you here today. We brought you here today to, to tell you you're desirable. To make a public desirable. announcement that I'm a very desirable Extremely person. fuckable, lovable Fuckable, Richard. lovable, undeniable Richard. Undeniable Undeniable. I mean, you have a... Undeniably me. You have great, <laughs> great vibes. I feel like we hung out in Mary's apartment I for like just, two hours. I, I, yeah, and like, and we were just talking and I just instantly felt like welcomed to you you know like I, I just felt like it was easy to talk to you and yeah. you were just like warm I was so nervous I mean I'm nervous to do everything ever but like I don't know like you you were just like so cool and really really welcoming and, and it was just I really appreciated it it was so it made it a, a lot of fun I'm so glad. I mean, what are you going to do on set? Just like stare at each other and eat your chips? And right, also yeah, I like yeah. recognized you and I was like, right. oh, I want to talk to Richard. This is so exciting. <laughs> I remember because you had the Gaga concert, <laughs> yeah. as we mentioned. And I had a show. I was on my friends, Charlie Barday and Natalie Rodder Laitman's show at Union Hall that night. And their show sold out. And they were like, Charlie was joking and being like, there, you know, so people in Brooklyn right now are doing two different things tonight. <laughs> a group are going to see Lady Gaga, and a group are coming to our Union Hall show. And yes, <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh yeah, we are in the two different groups. Right. <laughs> and both of us had like hard outs. We were for, like, we yeah, like, because we're part of the two big groups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> that show was so good. I will say, love her. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> wait, I take Jenny likes Lady Gaga. Yeah. Can I ask how was Janet? Oh, no, she... I, it's it's next week. It's on Monday, so I haven't oh, gone yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I am so excited. Does she make new music? It's not really for me to know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever she does, uh, it will be. You'll good. find out. Yeah, yeah, and I'll find out on Monday. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I'm so curious. I went to see her in the seventh grade. Whoa. Oh my god. Yeah. Velvet rope vibes? Um, I don't it was like it's all for you that Oh tour. my god. <laughs> all the girls on the party looking that funny, shaking that thing like you never did see kind of nice plank guitar. Cause I'm gonna have to ride it tonight. <laughs> Edit. Four, three, two, one. Who did you go to Janet with? Mark Donheiser take you to that? Um, wow. I went with a friend from middle school, Rainy McCool. Is that the coolest name you've ever heard? I love that name. Rainy McCool. Rainy McCool. Her dad was like a hotshot lawyer in Dallas and he had box seats to the <gasps> arena in Dallas so I would sometimes get to go with her and her dad <laughs> to hot. concerts I also went yeah. to <laughs> dads are so hot I also went to Ricky dads. Martin with them what yeah like peak live in La Vida Loca Ricky Whoa. Martin yeah and I remember her dad leaving the show and being like that was an amazing concert he was like that was better than when I saw the Beatles <laughs> oh okay now I've heard everything <laughs> wait so he loves music <laughs> I guess I think he just like had these seats and he was like I'll bring my tween daughter and her that friend. is incredible 
Ricky yeah. Martin is better than the Beatles title he, bet. Yeah, yeah, Ricky Martin's better than the Beatles. <laughs> He's like, that was better than when I saw the Beatles at blah, blah, blah Coliseum in 1964. Holy yeah. smokes. Because that was, I mean, that was like, it was full Cirque du Soleil happening behind Ricky Martin. It that's was right. Like, that's what I picture. For it was some... like, there was this like rain wall behind him and there was like people running up and down Whoa. it and like the, the spectacle of it okay. was. innovation. Yeah, theatrical. It was very theatrical. He like rose from the um, ground <laughs> from the stage, like standing on a car for the opening number. Standing and it was on a like... car, grease lightning, or he And Jessica Simpson, a very young Jessica Simpson was his opening opener like what yeah 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 fully um doing her uh whatever her ballad was that was her first single I love you yes she also did um this what is it um it samples like oh, a, yes eric Clamp- clapton i think um Didn't, jack, and Diane. jack and diane it's like Teddy Millicamps. Oh, baby, I'm in love with you. I'm gonna tell this when it comes to you. The yes, audience she, is loving this right now. She yeah. did that, and I think Ashley Simpson was there as her backup dancer, I recall. They what? Are, they're from Dallas, so it was like their hometown show. Whoa. So they were like, we're from here, y'all. We're so excited. And I was like, Oh, this my is so cool. goodness. That's incredible. Yeah, me and Rainey McCool. Was that your first concert? Or concert was a janet your first my or? first concert was lilith fair oh <laughs> my god wow it really checks out i feel <laughs> my mom and her friend decided to take their like daughters to lilith fair oh my god i, I don't love think they that. understood like that it was a celebration of queer women and um it was like my first exposure to lesbians because i was like oh, all these women like they're hugging and kissing <laughs> yeah. and like i'm here with my mom and i was like that's so interesting Wait, that's um amazing. and i remember my mom and her friend being like oh okay <laughs> this is the vibe and it was like sarah mclaughlin Cheryl oh Crow, my god sean colvin i think maya opened really maya. yeah what? maya was a little fair. i don't know about that check the books <laughs> I go check it out it's after midnight oh. and she's all alone i'm just oh. like picture your dude <laughs> the richard solo have yeah. you seen um the tiktok of the woman performing that for her cat no oh it's really okay, good wow niche question <laughs> <laughs> it's like her and her swiffer doing the choreo from case of x or whatever. case of the x yeah. in front of let us cat. know if you've seen that TikTok. Yes, in the yes. <laughs> what was your first concert um, well, to bring it back to Beatles, my first concert, I think, was Ringo Starr. Whoa. Whoa. In solo Your mode. dad dragged my you. My dad loves Beatles. And so Ringo Starr, yeah. <gasps> Does Ringo have any bops? I mean, we're given Octopus's Garden. Sure, but non-Beatles bops. Uh, who can... I mean, I'm so young. I'm <laughs> he has so Shining young. Time Station. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, how- Having a dad Train. who like loves music, a hundred percent. That's amazing. He is music dad. Yeah. Her husband also loves music. Loves music. Okay. And you know, Freud would have a field day <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> her, her husband and dad went to. Too. <laughs> they went to Paul McCartney together. What? Yeah, as like a date. It was like oh their first date God. that they went on alone. Cute. And it was like, that's like cute and nice, that actually. That is so cute. It's like, you know, dads don't have friends. 
really i mean personally mine does not yeah but, um, yeah that is Mike, so cute what was, was your first concert i was 17 it was coldplay <gasps> wow viva la vida wow wow yeah i don't know in hindsight my mom was low-key kind of strict mm-hmm. so i had a really you know curfew stuff like that um there wasn't a lot of sleepover or anything like that but um yeah i don't know i just felt like she was kind of just like you know i she didn't have the time to like do take us to something like that mm-hmm. or like the money but like with other friends or something, she's just like no you're not going there and i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh my i'm just like screaming in my pillow I'm like no one understands Mom is so fucked up. <laughs> Can't take it anymore. I gotta leave this town. Starting to get more musical. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I will find my evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I was like, I would get in a bad mood, but like, eventually, like, I was so close to being 18. She's just like, whatever. Like, I don't even give a fuck at this point. So then my friend. Her dad got her like four tickets to see Coldplay. Ooh. And you rich dad. But then I paid. <laughs> oh, so not rich dad. Yeah. So okay. it was kind of like dad I, with a credit card. And at the time I worked at Panera Bread. <gasps> oh, so Panera Bread. I saved money and I paid. It, the tickets were 150 for the floor. Wow. And in my mind, I was like, well, concerts are expensive. This might be my last concert I'll ever go to. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'll ever get to afford this again. And then I went, we were on the floor. It was an incredible experience. The, like, There's this part where they were playing the song and it was towards the end of the concert and this net released all these like paper butterflies. And I was That's like, small. yeah. And I was like, OMG. <laughs> and I like collected a few. I stuffed them in my like forest green American apparel hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Really taking us back, and I still have those butterflies. <gasps> so, yeah, that's cute and nice. Yeah, it meant a lot to me. I love that. I love music, and that was oh, Coldplay. <laughs> Mary, you're next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm desirable, so yes. Careful now. I desire you. Careful now. <laughs> Should we play our final game? Oh my god, yes. The game. I'm so sad. I don't want Richard to leave I us. Like, it's like about concerts forever. That's what happens. But okay, yeah, let's play our game. Explain the game, Jeanette. We do this little game at the end. It's called casting. And essentially we pick a category and then we sort of cast ourselves within that category. So, for example, last week we did do fast food casual restaurants. Okay. And Nicole was Panera Bread and I was <gasps> Chipotle. <gasps> Which is really fun. <laughs> my two loves. Oh my god! And it's sort of just about yeah. Oh, it's about essence. It's about vibes. It's like yeah. What energy do you have? Are you a Chipotle or are you a Panera? Yeah. Can I do like lyrics from a chorus or something from a song? You from could a do pop literally. Song? Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see how this works. Yeah. <laughs> so Janet Jackson, since you're gonna go, mm-hmm. someone will call my lover. So maybe we'll meet at a bar. He'll drive a funky car. <laughs> Maybe we'll meet at a club. Fall so deeply in love. Okay. Um, <laughs> funky car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, club. Club. <laughs> <laughs> meet at the club. Okay. Wait. 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 Okay. Okay. 
I'm getting a vision. Um, we could also do Jan Jackson songs. Oh, we could do and then Jackson we siblings. We could oh, do no. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we immediately, we immediately get no, no, fucking no. sent to outer space. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. <laughs> We'll never know who's Jermaine now. <laughs> okay, we'll do J- Janet songs. Janet songs. Okay. She's new for me. She's, okay. She's, she's I'm new, new to her, I'm new to her music. I gotta really rack my brain to be honest. So okay, so we're gonna all go in our little brains for a second, and then we'll return and cast ourselves as songs. Okay. <laughs> Ever get tired? <laughs> Are you gonna be an ass? Yeah, I'll be the ass. <laughs> We wish we had us on this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm locked in. Okay. Yeah. Does Do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first. I gave myself scream <laughs> because I just really feel that I am kind of black and white in the future in a box screaming <laughs> <laughs> with, with Michael. I just see that for me. I just feel that's the aesthetic that I want to have is sort of future... And I'm kind of like maybe thinking about No Scrubs also like TLC mm, in a box. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I like that era of music when people are being in a box. Okay. And and um, <laughs> in sync, Backstreet, and they were also maybe in a box at one point. And what? In sync or Backstreet. I'm seeing I don't care about men, men in a box. I don't okay, care sorry. about men in a box. I only care about women in a box. Um, <laughs> Jenny, I'm going to give you doesn't really matter because wow. you are nutty professor adjacent you are <laughs> you are clumps adjacent oh. and um yeah. i would sort of <laughs> i would kill to see you sort of in a bunch of different fat suits around a table <laughs> farting and some of the finest comedy of our time so you're gonna get you're gonna be doesn't really matter and I think, Richard, you're going to be nasty <gasps> because you are fucking cool as shit <laughs> and you're hot and oh desirable. God. And that is just oozing Richard to me. So I, that's what I'm going to give wow, to the community. I'm so honored. I love that. That's beautiful. Who would like to go next? I can go next because I actually have a lot of crossover. Oh, okay. Oh. Nicole, I also gave you screen. I'm screen. <laughs> I just didn't feel like she's loud. She's brash. She's a scream. You're that painting. You know what I mean? And oh, <laughs> wait, please Photoshop my face in that painting for social for socials. Okay, okay, I'll learn Photoshop tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like I didn't connect the sort of black swan white swan of it, yeah. but that makes so much sense. Nicole's favorite movie is Black Swan. I love that movie. It's the only good movie. Oh my yeah. god, I need I need to rewatch <laughs> the it. The Birdcage and Black Swan. Those are my favorite movies. Oh my god, <laughs> those are my favorite yeah. movies. And that music video actually speaks to <laughs> And I also gave Richard nasty because I just feel like he's in his era of nasty. You're in your mm. fucking nasty era. Mm. Yes. Nasty, nasty. Is that it? Nasty boy. <laughs> yeah, you're oozing Is that nasty. The song? Da, 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 da. You nasty. No. And I give myself it's all for you. Yeah. <laughs> just because I feel like that music video was like, I just feel like that's my energy. Light, like easy, whimsical. Middle school dance party vibes. I feel mm. like that's where I got stuck and that's where I still am. I'm just a middle school dance party <laughs> energy. <laughs> Took a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love, I love it. Thank you. Okay. Richard. Okay. My turn. Okay. I am going to give Nicole... I give you someone to call my lover. Mm. Oh, 
because I that song um, or I I don't know the lyrics so well, Mm -hmm. but I feel like the song is kind of playing on like the fantasy of calling someone in the lover in. And I feel like I really just what we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. like really relating Mm -hmm. about the time in our lives when we finally got to experience some of the things that we were longing for. Uh. So I'm like, you are someone to call my lover because that's literally what you did. Oh, my God. Okay. That's gorgeous, Richard. <laughs> that's fucking beautiful, Richard. Okay. Make me cry over here. <laughs> and for you, Jenny, I'm going to give you, I'm going to cast you. Yes, exactly. You got the part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to give you all for you. <gasps> yes. That's my song. That's because, my song. Because um, that one, I agree with you. That one is just like an infectious, like pop, like mm. vibrant, yes, joyful there. song. And I'm like, that is, that's first of all, your vibe. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, you went to Chromatica. <laughs> and I feel. That's <laughs> the vibe of Chromatica. You're a kindness punk. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I feel like that song is like aligned with yes. that. Yes, yeah. could have been in Chromatica. She should have covered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Gaga. Get this to Gaga. <laughs> and for myself, yeah. I'm going to give myself Deep from the Velvet Rope album. Wow. We go deep and again, no sleep and we be up all night. You know, I don't stay up all night anymore. Mm. I do get tired earlier now. (laughs) So like, you know, maybe that part of the lyrics, I'm not so, it's not so much part of me, but like, but you know what? If I have a crush on someone, I will be, I'm down to talk to you until the sun comes up. Yes. Yeah, gorgeous. Absolutely hot, fun but energy. But deep, I feel like I'm going to go with deep because, you know what? I feel a little vulnerable, mm-hmm. but I feel like I, you know, we went deep today. We went yeah. deep and My you topic went was kind of deep. And it was beautiful and you gave us and the listeners a gift. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Deep. 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 Oh my god, what a fucking pleasure. Yes. Richard, tell the people where they can find you, where they can see you. Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm Richard. Um, (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at at Richard underscore Perez. I do a lot of stuff on that platform. I use Instagram stories every day as a creative practice. Every day. My artist way kind of thing. Yeah, I love it. If you're in LA, I will be doing my show, I Have to Do This, directed by Charlie <laughs> Bardet um, at Elysian on June. This is so hard to say. You got this. June 6th. 6th. <laughs> you did it. 6th. The day after 5. The day or 7. On the day after June 5. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having oh, me. Thank you, Richard. This so is so fun. A joy. You are a light. You are a light. Okay.